Danny pointed out this interesting thread on Reddit the other day. It was about somebody who, uh, during the pandemic was pointing out that he has been noticed that uh, noticing that a lot of people that work in the food industry and service are stressed out. They're dealing with a lot. People aren't patient with them. And this woman was being very patient with him and she worked at a subway. And so, um, he put his order through and then he paid on debit and he tipped her. And then he asked after he tipped her, does staff get that tip? And she said, no, the franchise owner gets that tip. And he was wondering how legal that is. And this big thread ensued. Uh, and our next guest says, we need to have a, a serious conversation about tipping. And Simon Peck is assistant professor uh, at the University of Victoria. He joins the show now to talk about uh, why he thinks we need a serious conversation about tipping. I think it's really interesting, Simon. I, I thank you for your time and welcome to the show first off. That's great to be here. Thanks. I think it's very interesting that we're seeing tipping being an option, especially when you when it comes to uh, cashless payments at places where you wouldn't have seen it before, like a, a subway or you know a takeout restaurant, a fast food restaurant. It seems like tipping is spreading more and more these days. I was reading that somebody said that they weren't, they weren't sure if they're supposed to tip their CAA um, person that comes to assist them at roadside assistant. Uh, somebody said that they went to a cannabis shop and there was uh, an option to tip for your order. Uh, what do you think it is about tipping that we need to really have a conversation about? Yeah, so I totally agree. It's spreading in a lot of different ways. I just want to point out as well that it's always been contentious and sometimes it's also people are trying to take away tipping in, in a small number of restaurants, but it definitely is spreading a lot. And I think we, we have to have a conversation, I think, about what future, if any, we want to have for tipping when it comes to compensating employees in different sectors. Uh, and it's important for a, a number of different reasons. One, I think, most importantly, it can change the working relationship for, for workers a lot. And while we don't know a lot about the impacts in economies like, you know, the gig economy, uh, it can have a, a major impact that we can dive into. And I think before it gets too far and spreads into more and more sectors, let's take a deep breath and figure out what we want this to look like. A lot of restaurants in, in the, have taken the option to say, you know, let's let's revisit tipping because staff wasn't happy pre-pandemic with the way uh, some people some people are very happy with the tipping. Uh, but there were a lot of people that said, why don't you just pay me a proper wage and, it, you know, I'll feel more respected. And I think now with post-pandemic, it's very difficult to retain staff. They're finding people, um, you know, it's hard to attract people back to the industry is this the perfect time to do away with tipping and make sure things are restructured so that our restaurant and service industry are actually getting paid appropriately for the work they're doing? I think this is a great time to, to have the conversation, I would say. Uh, and so it, it, there are so many different views on this, which is what makes it so interesting. And so tipping in, in the context of restaurants can actually boost workers' incomes quite a lot, likely more than they would get with, uh, you know, with, with a different approach. Uh, but at the same time, it, that income is volatile and it has a lot of other consequences like dealing with potentially disrespectful behavior um, and generally changing the relationship between workers and their customers. So I would say... Uh, can, I can I stop you for a second there? Can you elaborate on that? Because it wasn't until I was reading your article last night that I thought to myself, geez, he's right. You know, I have been through some, you know, uh, questionable treatment by... Uh, patrons of restaurants that I've worked at, when especially when I was quite young in my 20s, you know, uh, working at bars or restaurants where you, you just think, okay, I have to grin and bear it because the tip. 
Absolutely. And so at core, that's exactly the dynamic, right? When you're getting tipped, you have to, in many ways, please your boss or your platform now in new context, but also the customer. And so when you're dependent on that customer's approval to give you a tip, you might, you know, accept behavior that you wouldn't accept in other circumstances. There's also, you know, sometimes racial differences in who tips and who gets tipped in different amounts, which is deeply problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people just say that, you know, it can feel degrading to them to have to, you know, look at someone in the face and rely on tips, you know, just to get a decent wage in society. So there are some views, I think, why people, why a, a large number of people find it problematic and would like to see it revisited. Okay. And so w- when you break this down and you're, uh, you know, trying to discuss where we should go with uh, the conversation. What are the important things to keep in mind? Yeah, so, so I would look at the, the key stakeholders in this process. So, so there's, there's definitely reasons why businesses are now adding the option to tip. You know, it's, an, it's a nice way of offsetting some potential cost for compensation, and in, in some ways it can also improve service quality. Uh, so businesses have an interest in exploring these options, but I would say it's important to really talk to workers and workers' advocates on this topic especially in these sectors, you know, like the gig economy, for example, which is hard enough work already. You know, do these workers want to have a better base pay, for example, insurance, protections, you know, better hours, et cetera, or do they want to be so dependent on tips? And I would say that's really the key stakeholder that we have to listen to in this conversation. When you're talking about trying to retain labor, though, isn't it better to have uh, you know, the, the option without the tips where you might be getting some sort of benefit package wouldn't that be the secret to keeping people? Because when you're working in a tip industry, as you said, the nature of your tips, they can be somewhat uh, precarious. You're not sure if you're going to, you know, based on, you know, even your scheduling. If you're working a Friday night, maybe it'll be better than working a Monday night. Wouldn't it be a better way to retain staff? I think that really depends on the particular industry. And so if we if you look at serving, for example, uh, every time an article comes out saying, you know, restaurants trying to rejig tip pooling, for example, or get rid of tipping, there's always commentary from some servers who say they want to keep it because they, they end up making a lot more money and enjoy a lot of aspects of their job. Uh, so I think, in my personal opinion, it'd be better if we started transitioning our broader economy to be less tip dependent and just had better wages, better benefits for all. But in specific businesses, it's tricky because some workers can benefit a lot from tipping while others don't. What about customers? I mean, there are some customers that always, you know, we, we open up the conversation about tipping. Invariably, uh, customers will come on, uh, you know, people, listeners will come on and, and their customers at, at restaurants and they'll say, look, if, if tipping was taken away, I can't guarantee that I'm going to get good service anymore. I mean, it incentivizes people doing their job well. Exactly. And I think that's where you tend to see a lot of debate among consumers. And, and typically when their surveys, they're done on in context when tipping has been quite common in the past. And I would say for the people who do have an opinion, usually uh, they tend to prefer tipping over, like, say, a, a mandatory service charge. Uh, and I think some of the rationale is exactly what you mentioned. Like people like to have some feeling of control. They don't like to be forced to give a gratuity. And they sometimes also like that it creates an interaction. You know, they get to be generous to people and get to know someone And on the flip side, there's those people who say, you know, why is this my responsibility? Like, I just want to, you know, have a one-on-one real conversation with someone. And I don't want this kind of compensation dynamic to be between the two of us. So there's always been, you know, sharply polarized views on tipping. And and those are, you know, only getting uh, exacerbated now as tipping spreads to new and new contexts where we don't have those norms yet. Simon, I want to thank you for your time. It's been really interesting talking to you.
That was great. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Simon Peck is an associate professor at the University of Victoria. We're talking about the future of tipping.